What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today is Sunday, August 31st, and I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Pre-Market Roast with your hosts, Sebastian Ruiz and Zachary Cassio. What's going on, guys? What's going on? We in the house. What's Sunday poppin'? was popping. Brand new wit. Just bought it Just with the stock hot, money. Man. And if you want to get the stock <laughs> money up, you're going to listen because we got some picks for you this, this week. Some bangers. Might as well go ahead and revisit our old picks from Sunday's episode as well as revisit our bonus stock of the week from Wednesday. So we'll kick that right off now with our first pick from Sunday, which was XP, XSPA, excuse me, XSPA is the ticker, Express Spa. So this is the company, guys, that actually um, was talking about doing their new COVID tests in airports and then a good catalyst we got in the week was that their COVID test was upgraded to a 15-minute test, which was a real great catalyst and provided us opportunities to trade and make money off it this week. So for that week, Express Spa will give that a stamp of a bang. 100%. Express Spa really did open up nice on Monday, gave us a nice entry point. I mean, it actually kind of opened up pretty high, but fell off right at open shot towards close and then the next day shot even more and gave us a nice exit point i hope people did exit and didn't hold overnight because i mean they did come out with the off offering pre-market on wednesday which shot this thing down real low and i mean that's the thing about some of these stocks we give you guys is that you, it's just quick trades whenever you get up money you might as well just take your profit and run because at least you made money rather than holding and just wishing you make more it's better to just cut it and clear it and for the next pick, one of the other three from Sunday last week was BLNK Blink Charging. Also had a great Monday start, opened up semi like right around seven, sold off almost to 650, and then tore up the rest of the day. Almost it actually hit past eight dollars a share. So a nice dollar fifty a share profit. I mean, I cut it quick because who won't take something like that? Sebastian and I both made nice plays on that. It kind of sold off the rest of the week, but <clears throat> it looks like it found a higher support this time. And Friday it continued the uptrend again. So this next week we might see it try to retest at eight for sure, and maybe even go nines. And in general, I mean, Blink is, is a great company. It's great for the future. So any way that this thing is going to perform, it's going to follow its sector, and, and we hope for it to continue to uh, make money for us in the future. So definitely keep Blink on your radar uh, for the end of 2020. Um, now might as well go into our last pick from Sunday, which was DS, good old Drive Shack. Now, if you guys are from the West Palm Beach area, you know we just got a Drive Shack down there off Belvedere. And that thing's pretty sweet. I mean, me, Zach, and a few buddies went there to have a great time. And that thing's beautiful. Bar, food, uh, great environment, great, great, you know, in, in, income of revenue. And these guys are only going to be making more and more money going into the future. So like we said on Sunday, this thing is a long-term hold. Um, I, when we all here at the break room see value in this continuing to move forward and, and get in those big, big, big quarterly numbers, and that's where we're excited for in the future. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, the thing is about Drive Shack is right now it's just so undervalued. And, I mean, although you could have made a little bit of money off this because Monday it really sold off, hit a low 126, still sitting at about 145. So 
I mean, we already told you guys this before. We weren't expecting any huge moves out of this company, which is kind of vital for us to tell you guys how low it was right now, considering through all of COVID, it's kind of been beat down big. And with the increased demand of everyone going to Drive Shack recently, I mean, this thing's going to go through the roof once those quarter three earnings come out. Because even when we went there, there was literally an insane line, an insane wait. They couldn't even guarantee, guarantee us a spot. We even checked out the bar. The bar was popping, restaurant popping, even the game arcade popping. So, I mean, they're making money left, right, and center on this company. And that's why we had to call it out when it was as low as it was. And then that bonus stock of the week, ticker symbol AMRS, Amiris, that actually, when we called it out on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, sold off, hit a low of 308, ran towards the end of Thursday, closed, closed around 320. And then Friday actually ran and hit almost 340 right before close. So, I mean, the thing is about this is that we called it right when it was about to hit support. We told you guys watch for it to test that 310 support, and it did. And it bounced off huge off that 310 support. So, I mean, this could be the next Equestive in the running. It might start that uptrend now right back to the fours, maybe even the fives. So, personally, I'm still holding this stock. I feel like those two days of the uptrend really isn't much considering the stock isn't too volatile. I don't think there's going to be an offering coming in the future since they've already done them recently. So, I mean, I could really see this stock continuing the uptrend this next week. Yeah, Myris was a great, you know, great precise play here for us. After it did find that new low in the 310s, it just kind of started ripping and, and not looking back for us. Um, like Zach said, this could possibly do an equestive. Uh, just quickly speaking on equestive, they do have a PUFA date September 27th, so keep an eye out on that. But back to what we were talking about, Amiris, um, they I mean, they've been in support for so long that this is just the start, we believe so. And so moving on forward, we're hoping for a great uh, week of green and then a possible month of green to really give this the validation and head it right back in that V recovery shape. But we have some ascending triangles here, some bull patterns that we've been seeing as it's been going up. So we hope that it continues the wave into next week. Exactly. A hundred percent agree. And so now Zach might as well go into our three new picks for this week. Let's go. We got some good ones for you. We got oh, some yeah. real tasty ones. There. We got some tasty, tasty ones. We seasoned them up. We let them marinate in the fridge overnight, and we have them here ready for you guys to make money on. So first one of the week is going to be ticker symbol ATOM at Atomica. And they are actually, guys, they are involved in the semiconductor industry. And the thing about these guys is that Okay, one, looking base right off the graph, they're in support, guys. I mean, they, they've been starting on this colossal uptrend, higher than their IPO price. Um, you know, they're very high. So that's one thing to be skeptical about. Oh, they're, they're very high. But as if we look on the chart, a lot of downfall leads to just up, upward recovery. Um, sort of like uh, you can, you know, make money off the, uh, the losses and that those overcorrections. So the catalyst that I'm personally looking at here for you guys uh, is a LP500 conference on Tuesday where these guys are actually supposed to be bringing out information regarding their new semiconductor. And as we know, September is battery month uh, with a lot of electric vehicles in this industry coming out with new advancement for batteries. Uh, these guys have actually been rated by uh, investors as the top semiconductor in terms of an average. 
And so these guys right now, you know, the last peak that they hit were in the 12s. It actually hit a high of 1294, almost 13 on August 6th. So with good news from this conference, letting us letting investors know, and, and Zach has brought this up a lot, being uh, transparent. We like companies over here that are transparent. And sometimes we don't see a lot of information being connected from investor to company. We that kind of worries us because we like, okay, we want we you you gotta tell us what's going on. Like we we wanna know. We're we're actually we're we're owners. When you buy a stock of a company, you are a shareholder, you're part of the ownership of that company. So a company that is uh, transparent is is something we always look for. And these conferences, may, maybe people don't think they're enough for a sort of catalyst and a big push, but they're definitely more information that's just being fed into investors' pockets to then make executive decisions in terms of buying or selling. I mean, yeah, as far as just a chart pattern in general goes, this stock is looking really good because you can tell a lot of people buy in pre-anticipation for this meeting. And just because all the recent good things that have come out with this company since July, they had a huge run in the July teens. And then they have not tested lower support than $10 since. So it hit another support on August 27th around 1077. And it went up a little bit on Thursday or on Friday. It's down a little bit after hours, but I would not be surprised if someone bought up those shares real quick and it continued the uptrend on Monday, especially considering they have that conference on Tuesday. I guarantee people are going to be anticipating some good news coming from that. And anything industry, energy industry related has been shooting recently. I don't know what it is about the energy industry, but I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Another company I was watching, actually the first company I ever invested in, Enphase Energy. I got in around 16, like completely sold out after like it went up a dollar. And then I'm looking at it now, it's at $72. So some of these stocks are diamonds in the rough with some of these new advancements in technology that they're coming out with. You really can't firsthand know what's going to go on with it until you start seeing those big time companies buy up their products. And that is another thing that this company could be going on with. They already closed the public offering back in May. They've got sufficient cash flows for the rest of 2020 and 2021. So, I mean, all we're looking for from this company pretty much is some nice news on Tuesday and it'll I guarantee it'll send it back to the 12s, probably even break a little bit higher than that. And I mean, with that, we're going to have to roll into the second pick here, which is going to be ticker symbol QTNT. Name of the company is called Quotient. This company is actually a biopharmaceutical company. You know, we love them. They actually beat their revenue earnings and their forecasted earnings for quarter one, 2020. They came out back on August 3rd. They have been getting beat down recently for sure, though, because they came out with a mixed shelf offering, which I mean, it's not that big of a deal because it's not a public offering. So it's not going to directly influence the price as much as with public offerings. You pretty much wake up the next day. It's automatically down like 80 percent sometimes. So, I mean, that's not going to happen with this. It's already been factored in. That's why we're calling it out. It's at a three month low right now. It's at four ninety nine currently. Within the last three months, this thing's been past $8. So there's almost like 75, 80% of upside on this company. On top of that, 
August 27th came out saying that there, this blood works Northwest now tests all donors for COVID-19 antibodies looking for more qualified convalescent plasma donors with quotients antibody test. So, I mean, quotient has an antibody test. It's a quick 15 minute antibody test. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys realize how important antibodies are becoming, but that's what tells people whether or not they have that plasma, which is so sought after right now. Everybody wants plasma. I mean, you can go donate plasma for like a hundred bucks a session. It's crazy. And it's becoming more and more influential using these antibody tests to do so. And I mean, even year on year, this stock's down 43.93% considering their sales were up year over year. Their EPS was up year over year. <clears throat> they're also strong in the antibody industry for the antibody tests. The fact that they're even down on the year at all is practically a gimme. The fact that they're down 36.59% in the last three months, they are at a complete bottom. And I cannot stress this enough. This thing is bottomed out, ready to run. Already got a 491 low on Friday, sitting at 499 right now. The uptrend is going to start this week, and I cannot wait to make money with you guys on it. Guys, QTNT going towards a sports metaphor here. The pitcher's slipped up, and he's giving you a nice ball right down the middle. And now all we have to do as investors is just absolutely bang this one out of the park. This thing could not be any lower and any ready to start a tremendous uptrend. For one, I mean, like Zach said, uh, earnings beating year-on-year, year, sales est beating estimates, one. Two, like Zach said, everybody's looking for plasma. Exactly. So we see here that they actually have um, quotient reveals impressive results on a limited study for their independent uh, SARS-CoV antibody detection. So they didn't even put out that much information, but their the share price jumped 10% right when the study came out because it's they're, what, what they're trying to find is the detection of antibodies, so just to know if it's there. And the results were impressive. And so, I mean, these guys, and all that they're involved in and where they sit right now, we, there's no reason that this thing should be heading up in the, in the month of September. Exactly. And, I mean, all we got to say here is that we love support stocks. You guys know we love support stocks. We love them. We yeah. eat them up. We haven't seen a support stock like this in a minute since the Quest of Times. And I mean, if only I would still be holding the Quest of right now, because I mean, we called it out in the low threes and it's actually sitting above $8 right now. So if anyone's still holding that stock from when we called it out, you're up more than 100%. So I mean, when we're calling out these support stocks, we're not just playing around saying that we think they're at support. They really are at support. If they fall through a little bit more, it's not a big deal. That's why you usually only buy in a little at a time. So then you know for a fact you get that confirmation if it's really going to start that uptrend because that's what we're looking for here. I believe so that it's going to happen on Monday or Tuesday. Exactly. And support stocks are great, great things we can play off, great indications of when a stock is ready to start the uptrend. And and we're just ready for it to begin that, that next uptrend. So. Um, Zach, why don't you take us into our last stock pick this week? Yeah, so the last pick of the week here is going to be ticker symbol MGI. The name of the stock is actually called MoneyGram. This company pretty much has to deal with digital currency transactions 
are just money transactions digitally in general. So I don't know if anyone's been to Publix and takes out money from Western Union, but they actually use MoneyGram. So every time you send someone money through Western Union, there's, there's always a little bit of a fee there that goes to this company. I mean, they reported a record 207% July year over year cross-border transaction growth for their direct-to-consumer digital business money grant online. So pretty much 207% more people are using this, just sending money over and then incorporating MoneyGram in the process as well, which is great for this company, especially considering the fact that year on year, they are down 30.18%. And back in that same July time that they were speaking about in 2019, they were sitting in a cool $3 range. So, I mean, it is $3 right now, but considering they're up 207%, in transactions that should reflect in the stock price. I mean, in the month alone, this thing was already back in the fours. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it retested the fours for sure. I mean, it looks like it's that strong. I mean, there's really strong support around $3. And that's why we're calling it out right now is because of how strong the support is at $3. So, I mean, once again, we love the support stocks. Anytime we see 207% year over year growth, and it's in support. That is a gimme. They have not been in need of any type of mixed shelf offerings, anything like that. All they're looking at right now is pretty much bouncing off the support and retesting the force. And digital currency transactions are so important. And, and even now in the times we're in isolation, distancing, a lot of money is going to be sent and received between loved ones, family members, if, if people need you know, financial stability, uh, a lot, a lot of mo- money's going to be moving around and that's just profitable for these guys on top of being in support. Uh, couldn't ask for a better tr- setup to trade. Exactly. I mean, last year around July, I'm just going to point it out right now because past historical performance is the best indicator of future performance. What happens this in the past sit- will probably happen in the future. That's a quote. Exactly. And in July, this stock was around $3 flat. And then by the end of August, the stock was at $5. So that's an easy 80 or easy 67% gain. So in my eyes, that's a yes, please, because it's just has such a strong support at $3 right now. I mean, it's traded sideways at $3 for like three days now. So it's definitely going to start that uptrend next week, especially considering the fact that everything they've come out with recently has been great, including the fact on August 26th also came out and said that they also expanded their digital network and mobile wallet capacity by integrating with global payment networks. They're also going into the UAE with a mobile wallet capability. So, I mean, this company is also bossing up big worldwide, not just in the U.S., but especially with the fact that a lot of people right now are using QR codes for stuff. There's a lot less hand-to-hand contact with currency. It's more leaning towards digital transactions. And I mean, that's great for a stock like this, especially since they're in support. Exactly. And like you guys know, this is all our due diligence. I mean, we spend hours every single day before the podcast, getting all this stuff ready, doing research, but as always do your own due diligence. Look into these stocks before investing, but uh, obviously we 
We want to give you guys solid advice, solid insight, and solid information that impossible setups that you guys can trade to make money on. Uh, just like we're trying to do, we, we as well are trying to make money. So we hope that you guys also have the ability to make money. Um, again, I want to thank you guys for all the support. Tuning in every Thursday, every Wednesday, every Sunday. Um, you know, hearing what we got to say, the information that we're providing you guys, and we're only going to get better with it as time goes on. So, uh, as always, I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room. Now go clock back in. And we'll catch thank you very much. Episode. Peace. Whoa!